What is happening, everyone? Welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and we are back on this Thursday afternoon talking about Penn State football as they are quickly approaching week two here as they'll face on the University of Delaware in a game that, yes, Penn State should, should win this game with ease. Um, you know, University of Delaware is definitely not going to take them. Um, you know, they're not just going to look at it as a opportunity to go up to State College and, you know, hang out, uh, you know, and, and, and just we're on national TV and whatnot. They're going to, it's on Peacock actually, so there's that. But they're not going to look at it as, okay, we're going to get some experience, get a good chance to see what, how we match up against a top 10 team. Um, no, they're going to look at it as we want to come in and make some noise. So Penn State, um, yeah, I mean, they need to be, they need to be ready, uh, to say the least. I mean, they need to be, you know, sharp, um, no letdowns. You know, this is something that can be kind of, uh, obviously a trap game, you know, you don't want to get into a, um, into a dangerous area where a team is, you know, coming up on you fast and they need to be ready, um, you know, to say the least. So for Penn State last week, I discussed, you know, some of the things they did really well, some of the things they didn't do real well this week. So University of Delaware likes to throw the football um and they like moving the ball down the field utilizing the pass as i said um they're not really a team that's gonna necessarily try and you know constantly run the ball um you know which i think can kind of hurt them at times i mean a strength of theirs that i do think they will try to utilize is their run game their running back marcus uh marcus yarns um 107 rushing yards against stony brook um their offensive line is not strong they struggled against stony brook to protect their quarterback ryan o'connor but that's where i think penn state can really hurt them but if their offensive line gets it together, they have a good week of practice, they come in, they're ready to go, that's where it's going to really hurt Penn State um, is if they can get Yarns out and running, um, out on his feet, and then they have a outside threat in Chandler Harvin, the transfer from Harvard. He had five catches, 100 yards against Stony Brook, um, <clears throat> which I believe is going to be something else to look out for um but i think i have my confidence in king that he can come out and just lock him down um but if those passing lanes do develop you know that's where you might see things kind of go a little haywire there um just something to look out for but penn state needs to come out early impose their will and really get after it now one glaring concern for me for them to have a letdown game 
is the misdemeanor charged to Abdul Carter for possession of marijuana. Um, you know, I, I heard James Franklin say he's going to, they're going to handle it in-house, but what that means, I don't know. We've seen in the past, Manny Bowen got suspended, um, you know, we've seen Saheed Blacknall got suspended for the Rose Bowl, both of them did back in 2017 for, I believe it was marijuana as well. For a whole game so hopefully that's not the case with abdul carter if it's anything hopefully it's just maybe a quarter um you know i think we saw that with like a player a few years back whose name i'm blanking on kind of the same instance uh situation and he got a quarter where he was suspended and then came out and and you know played the rest of the game so you need abdul carter um you're gonna need him you know i mean i'm I'm not too confident in Keon Wiley as a redshirt freshman taking over for Carter, um, you know, and I'm not entirely uh, keen on you know rotating guys in that have never played that position of you know where Carter plays like a Dominic DeLuca. I don't know if maybe you know they might try him out. I just you know. I just hope Abdul Carter is going to be good to go for uh, being fully, fully ready to go for that um, UD UD game Saturday and that first whistle. Um, but yeah, like I said, they need to impose their will. The defensive line needs to stand up. This is a this would be a great opportunity for Hakeem Beeman and Zane Durant to just come out and put a put a put a hurting on UD and get the bad taste out of their mouth um, from the West Virginia game. Um, even though they came up, you know, in the second half, the first half was slow. And even in the second half, I mean, they, you know, West Virginia still had a chance and they were still doing a pretty good job against the Penn State interior defensive line. Hopefully Penn State is going to be ready and uh, they come out and, and do a good, do a good job. Um, the offense, you know, Delaware's defense against, you know, it was Stony Brook. They they imposed their will on Stony Brook. I mean, you know, there were times they'd kind of let them go down the field, but Stony Brook's quarterback completed 14 out of 40 passes. Not good. And as a team, 14 for 41. So Penn State's, um, yeah, Penn State's defense as a whole. Hopefully they... Uh, they get after it. But Stony Brook, uh, their defense, I mean, UD moved the ball down the field passing. I mean, I would expect Juilar to just hit the air early. Um, maybe set up a little Nick Singleton. But, you know, I'm expecting this to be a big game for the receivers. I would imagine you're going to see Keandre Lambert-Smith's name mentioned a lot. Um, as well as Harrison Wallace, I think Malik McLean may get uh get some nice um some nice opportunities there, uh to open things up, you know, in your short game and and Liam Clifford, I think he's gonna have a a monstrous game in the slot if they can get him the ball in space. Look out! Um, I shouldn't say monstrous game, but I think he's gonna have a th- this could be a really good good opportunity for him. Uh, Sephos as well. 
So now we move on to the injuries and looking at Penn State as of Monday, there are 11 players here that are injured. Notable players um, such as you've got Keziah Izzard, who um, it's an undisclosed injury. All these actually are undisclosed. Omari Evans was hurt. Um, you know, so two two names to really mention there. Daquan Hardy as well. Hopefully he's going to be okay. Um, Colin Dink- Dinkins, um, I guess, would be that next option there to play nickel um, for you. But hopefully that's not the case, and uh, Hardy's going to be okay to go. So um, that's for Penn State. And I'm really, really curious, though, to see how Penn State is going to handle uh, just the, you know, they've, they've, uh, a couple years ago, they played Villanova, and that game was a little too close for comfort, I think. That was not a... Penn State game that should have been um, me personally thinking as close as it was, uh, thirty-eight to seventeen. I would have thought that they would have wiped the floor with the Wildcats, but that wasn't the case. And part of that not being the case is because this is a local team that's coming in. This is not a team, you know. UD is in Idaho. The players from Idaho have no correlation to pennsylvania to the atlantic coast like they weren't going to be recruited anyways by james franklin's staff odds on you know they wouldn't have any beef with penn state these guys actually do a lot of them from maryland a lot of them from close by some pa guys delaware guys i mean kind of your backyard right new jersey i mean you know up and down the east coast where penn state recruits these guys weren't offered, most likely, by Penn State. I don't know. But, you know, James Franklin didn't target them. This game means a lot more to them. You know what I mean? They've got a lot of... Uh, and they've got nothing to lose. I mean, the only thing they have to lose is essentially... I mean, you don't want to get embarrassed. But at the same time, you know, for them, it's like, so what? I mean, you know, not that... Not that you want to say, okay, so what? If we lose, we lose. Like, no, you don't want to not care. But Penn State has a lot on the line. They have hopes of bigger things than, um, you know, than just being a a average football team. Obviously, they they have big hopes. They have they have hopes of getting to that Big Ten championship game and and making it to the playoffs this year for the first time. Um, and Delaware has hopes of, you know, being a top FCS team. But for Penn State, they have more on the line. For Delaware, and especially for Delaware, this is a great opportunity for them to get some good play uh, against a high-quality opponent. And you have to come out, and you have to, like I said, Put your foot on the gas and not let up. You know, you cannot let up. It, it was like the Appalachian State game a few years ago where that went to overtime. Penn State let up. 
they got too comfortable. It took a lot to come back. It took a prayer pass from McSorley to KJ Hamler in order for Penn State to pull that game out in an amazing Amani Oriwarie interception. This cannot be one of those games. This cannot be a dogfight. You have to put this team away early because, you know, you don't want to let them into the game and you, you don't want uh, you don't want things to, to start happening against you. But, you know, UD, I don't, I'm not sure yet if they have picked a full-time starter. They were splitting time between starting quarterback, between two of their starting quarterbacks, Ryan O'Connor, um, as well as Zach Marker. Marker looked pretty bad. Um, and I think they're probably going to go with O'Connor. Marker, like I said, heck, if they throw him in there, you know, I'd feel pretty darn confident in Penn State getting a turnover. O'Connor did have two interceptions, but he offered a lot more than Marker because O'Connor was 24 of 38 and threw for 346 yards and got things going in the second half. So, you know, you kind of, you don't want him to then build upon that against you. So that's the case there um, that I see for Penn State, you know, and and how they could end up having a letdown game. Um, But yeah, like it's a great, it's a great opportunity though. I mean, I love this. Delaware, uh, UD, I mean, I was just over in Newark last night and, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, you got the top 10 party school in the country of UD going up to State College, you know, with the bars there and everything. That's that's going to be nuts. Um, I can't imagine, I, and I can't wait to see both bar stools um, on social media come Saturday night or Sunday morning or whenever they're going to post about, like, just some of the crazy stuff that's going on. I'm assuming... You know, there's going to be a strong alumni um, base, UD. I've heard some of my friends that go to UD. They're going to be at the game. Um, you know, the hotel rooms, I mean, they've jacked up the prices, like, and for good reason, right? Like, you know, the alumni from UD, I mean, they're, it's getting, well, it's not getting hot, It or getting cool, excuse me. It is still blazing hot outside. So a lot of people... Most likely won't be coming up from the Delaware beaches, but if they do, they're going up to State College, and they're going to go up there, stay the night, and have a hell of a time, because it should be a lot of fun this weekend um, up in State College. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in um, to the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan. We'll be back on tomorrow for the Philadelphia Eagles First game of the season against the New England Patriots. The NFL season starts tonight. Should be very exciting. Um, Going to be a little somber note to see the Chiefs raise their Super Bowl banner, but that's neither here nor there. Um, for Penn State coverage, I'll be back on um, hopefully Saturday uh, afternoon. Maybe record an episode then. If not, you know, maybe Sunday or you know, maybe Saturday night, record the episode and and put out uh, the recap against UD. So thanks everyone for tuning in and I will talk to you next time.